I was kind of saying that I may, I have thought about running for all good city mayor. I mean, I think I would probably cry every day. Like I'm pretty sensitive if for as much as I seem like I'm this badass good woman. I'm pretty sensitive and I get my feelings hurt a lot. That's because you have a big heart and you care. That's 100%, why. hundred percent. hundred percent. Like and which, you know, which, with strong women, sometimes yeah. you don't think that they have that, that strong, passionate heart doesn't always come across. No, they have the biggest heart. Providing inspiration and community for women in business of Middle Tennessee. This is Powered by Her with Tiffany and Welcome back to Powered by Her. I am Tiffany Anton. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I am so excited to sit down with some community leaders today. We have Amy New, who is the president CEO of the Cookville Putnam County Chamber of Commerce. Hello. And we have Lauren Wheaton, the second female mayor. Second one, yep. Of the city of Cookville. Mm -hmm. And um, that's kind of your day, you know, side hustle. Side hustle, for sure, yeah. (laughs) Yes. And you are a nurse practitioner. Correct. That's what pays the bills. That's the real thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems like it might be the reverse of that. Uh, Yeah, the mayor hours definitely trump my nurse practitioner hours sometimes. But yeah, got to keep that full time job because mayor is a part time gig. Yeah. Crazy. uh, Although the the amount that you're asked to do and directions you're pulled on, I'm sure. It could be full time for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for being here today. I'm so excited. We're going to get into some city and and county topics and um, how you guys support small businesses and kind of all the things and women in leadership. Uh, but let me take a second to thank our partners. As we talk with community leaders today, it feels right that we talk about Plenty, the downtown bookshop that is connecting our community with great new reads. Plenty is helping us build a culture that values reading and what it gives us at every age. The whole space feels really inviting and you just want to stop, breathe, and browse. Talk for a second about books, confess that you haven't read in forever, and have someone help you find a new gift or read that is perfect for you. It's the place of community and neighborhood development. It's called Plenty Downtown Bookshop on Broad Street. Have you guys been there? I love we both were shaking our head yes. the entire we time you were saying stuff. Yeah. Yes. We love it. Our girls love it. Yep. Yes. Yep. They yeah. were at the ribbon cutting mm-hmm. and we ended up buying stuff there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a different feel like for places. It's I feel really like it changes is. the whole atmosphere too of that area. Like mm-hmm. it just, it's, it was always welcoming and inviting, but now like they have their doors open and they want you to come in and hang out. And it just, it's a perfect asset to, it's to so all those sweet. little local shops down there. It's so sweet. It's mm-hmm. our go-to for birthday gifts right now. We yeah. just go in there oh, and get a, a gift card. Yes. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Because you can buy, um, even for baby showers. I mean, it's amazing. You yeah. know, do you guys remember um, that toy store Discovery Depot. Yes. Yes. Um, and the, you could make like a registry, like kids mm-hmm. could go in yes. and make, and, build a birthday and, list. And they would do, they would wrap it really nicely. Like it almost kind of has mm-hmm. that feel. Yeah, it does. I didn't think about yeah. that. You there, know, the I, nostalgia I on that area there. I mean, it's just everyone is constantly out there. Yeah. Like you just walk down the road. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm going to go here and then mm-hmm. here. And they all just support each other. And they're like, yes, it's go really next sweet. door. Get this and come Ashley here. said, Ashley's their store manager over there. And she said that um, she's been like kind of, a little over the top about not closing the door there that even when it was so, so hot, hot she finally said okay it's like you know 98 degrees today I guess we can close the door but it does it, it I feel like that's part of difference. their persona yeah it's like yeah. The doors are open come on in and hang out yeah I think it does it's it's kind of welcoming which so that leads us into I guess how do you guys feel like you're both of your entities support small business so I don't know if you want to yeah. start tag first. I mean I'll you know I'll go first and definitely say with the city mm-hmm. you know what we recently did uh was with the biz founder partnering more 
more with them because I got to sit down with you and Jeff and to listen to what y'all do supporting local businesses. I mean, I went back to the city council and said, everyone needs to go meet with y'all and we need to give you more money because y'all are just that generator of the local businesses and supporting them and getting them going. So that's something I'm really proud of that the city was able to do was to partner with y'all and realize y'all are already doing a great job. Let me let me give you some more money and y'all keep doing what you're doing. So that's one thing I was really excited. I think we got that to that's do. really important in in business or mm-hmm. in probably every aspect of life is when you know when you see somebody doing it better than you're doing. Right. I had um, some girls on a couple weeks ago and the one lady was saying that her doing laundry was overwhelming to her and she started hiring somebody to do her laundry which seems like crazy a little like no over it's the, not over 100 percent. yeah 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 because yes because you know you you do you take your list and you're like what is just killing me right now that there mm. is someone who could probably do it better has a little bit more time uh is not going to ruin their day having to do laundry and so mm-hmm. yeah I actually I have someone who comes and helps me with that stuff yeah. because that way I can focus on the stuff I'm really good at and the laundry that I'm not good at, someone <laughs> yeah. comes and helps me. Yeah. No, so Amy, good. what do you feel? How do you feel that the chamber p- partners or, or is involved with the small yeah, business? So community? it's interesting that you say this because, you know, my, my background with the state, we worked a lot with Launch Tennessee, which you mm-hmm. all yeah. are part we of. We say like that's our parent yeah, company. Yeah, parent company. And so a lot of um, people across the state sometimes see chambers as competition for uh, industries or businesses mm-hmm. or I guess really um, support like that small support business support system, like biz foundry and mm-hmm. it's definitely not we're not the ones coming in helping a business start up or helping them find the resources that they need to start up we're kind of that next step or more of like the networking, networking. or how to get your name out or um, maybe if they need canva workshops we'll do some of those things but it's not duplicative in any way mm-hmm. um, we want to make sure that we're sending them to the business resource collective which is kind of I mean, that's my favorite thing that you guys have right now, the yeah. BRC. And I guess, right, is there a new person in charge of that that yeah, we can J- talk about? Jody Pitts has just, um, oh, yeah. she's, she's leaving the Small Business yeah. Development Center. Um, by the time this airs, she will have left. Oh, how Um, And so she's now at tech and she's running the business resource collective. So um, we, we have a bigger audience than just Cookville. Uh So those people um, who don't know uh, my day job, again, the one that (laughs) pays the bills is not powered by her. It's um, the biz foundry. And so I work for an entrepreneur center. And so we do help with entrepreneurs, small businesses. And Mm -hmm. so um, we have really over the past couple of years worked with um, Tennessee Tech, our local community, or our local college, and um, the Small Business Development Center, and we've kind of come up with this collective and how best to help support um, businesses. And and part of that is that collaborative mm-hmm. aspect yeah. of working with the chambers throughout the the region that we serve, and how can what are needs that you guys have? I mean, we all want to work smarter mm-hmm. and not harder. Yeah. And so it's sometimes hard because it's like, okay, well, you know, you guys are membership driven and you need people to be able to pay those mm-hmm. memberships for you guys to hire the staff that you need and to, to progress further with the chamber. And so it's like, oh, well, we can't, you know, if people are going to go there and not here and, and, and sometimes yeah. people can be in that more panicked state instead of a collaborative mm-hmm. state. I always say, I think that's one of the biggest things about our region is that it's so collaborative. We are yeah. much more collaborative Mm -hmm. definitely and I think continuing to be with some of the changes that you see in some of the leadership Mm -hmm. positions and the people willing to come together I know 
again, I, I relate stuff to healthcare just because it's what I know, but I know as a healthcare provider, like I don't know everything. I can't do everything. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to look to the experts. So when it comes to business stuff, I'm going to look to the chamber. I'm going to look to the biz foundry. Uh, I love, you know, the collaborative there. Like I, I need those people to help me out because I can't do it all. And if I do, I'm not going to do the best job. So like I, I need those partners and saying, and, or you bossing me around saying, Hey, I need this from you. Mm-hmm. Go do it. I'm like, yeah. yes, sounds yeah. good. I will be a worker bee. What do you think that the, so I think that economic development is a hard thing to understand sometimes. Mm-hmm. Amy, yep. you've worked in economic development mm-hmm. for years. Yep. You mentioned that you used to, um, you used to work for the state. Mm-hmm. You were in politics for a while. Um, what do you think, what's the definition, the layman's term, so the, the regular business owner that might be listening to the podcast or just people in general, what does economic development mean? Yeah, so that's when a business is thriving, really. It's when a business has all the resources that they need, whether it's employees, whether it's um, a brick and mortar, whether it's a marketing outlet. So economic development is not just bringing in 300 jobs, really for, especially for Putnam County and the Upper Cumberland small businesses make our economic development drive here. And so it's when we have businesses that are thriving, people and families that are thriving. Also, our tourism development is 100% tourism for the Upper Cumberland is economic development. That's and so what, so tell, tell me about what that means to the, the city or, oh yeah. you know. And I mean, for the city, it's, it's tax dollars. Oh, yeah, that's it's, how, I mean, our city is, you know, we're all sales tax revenue. That's our biggest base. That's where we get our, that's where we get our funding from. And so if we don't have those people coming in, spending their money here, uh, shopping local, mm-hmm. we, we don't have the revenue to do the things that we need to do. So, yeah, we, we it is it is the driver for for our finances and for our yeah, budget. And you guys have occupancy tax now too. We did so, get a little bit of that from the hotels. Yeah, yeah. So we're starting to really. I mean, I mean, right now, if you go and try to book a hotel room in Cookville this weekend, you will not be able to find one. Really, we've been, we've stayed at hundred um, percent occupancy, really since February or March really? of this year because of all of the events. Whether it's all in soccer or it's like a goat, we have a goat show coming up that's bringing <laughs> thousands of people from all over the southeastern United States to Cookville. Well, and so I think that that's interesting to think of is like you mentioned all in soccer club. So they come to you and they say, hey, we want to to have an event here. Mm-hmm. Does that feel like this is great for our city? Is this overwhelming? I live in Putnam County, but in a small town outside of the kind of main hub here Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes we're where I'm from or where I'm at that they don't that they don't enjoy that they don't see the value of the economic development I think for them sometimes it's that old school of we don't want people on our laws or traffic we don't want to see growth or whatever yeah too much traffic we try to really tell the story about what that means for them and how we're able to keep property taxes here low and the reason we're able to keep property tax low and also have all these small businesses that are thriving is because when we bring those people in those tourists they're eating at all of these restaurants on the west side they're completely full on the interstate drive they're you know they're visiting the walmart out in all good or in cookville and they're shopping and so we're hoping that we can kind of reinvest those tourist dollars in our community and then they go home after. about to say and then they go yeah, home and so they they're not home. staying here they're mm-hmm. not increasing the traffic and everyone here they go home after the weekend and so you know what we as do as a city is we're trying to make sure that we're prepared for that influx of people that come in and the growth that is mm-hmm. happening and so that's why we you know road projects sidewalk projects that's that's the big stuff on my agenda right now um would I like to see the big shiny fancy things yes I would those are fun but I also want to make sure that 
I am prepared for, you know, when those mm-hmm. events and stuff come in. And so we've got, we've got that infrastructure already there. Infrastructure is not a sexy term. Uh, <laughs> no one is walking around talking about infrastructure, but it's what I we need. I think you probably are. But yeah, I, I, I am. Right. When people don't have it, they want to talk they about it. They want to talk it, yeah. about it. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's something the city does for our tourism, for the economic development, mm-hmm. for that growth is that we're constantly making sure we're prepared for it. So you're not on the back end scrambling. Um, but no one, you know, I feel like that's something that's not fun to talk about, but mm-hmm. something that we've got to do to make sure that when those tournaments come in you know we've got the we've got the roads and the walkability for them to hang out in cookville but go home yeah and we're doing so well in economic development in the upper cumberland area because Mm -hmm. of i mean much of the foundation and groundwork that was laid but now economic development for us is somewhat changed i know you all see this every day but it's really more about workforce development inside of that because we have so many open jobs Back in 2020, or well, I guess it was 2021, February, we had 11,000 open jobs in the four counties that we represent with the Highlands. Mm -hmm. And now we're closer to a little under 2,000. So we're seeing those start to get filled, but there's still so many jobs available and not enough people. And we're going to continue to see that with the baby boomers and everyone retiring out. Were they called the silver tsunami or something like that? <laughs> silver Everyone's tsunami, that's a term I've yes. heard before. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Lisa Yurick always says it's a sandemic. We yes, didn't make enough people to fill the jobs her that are available. Oh, that is a great term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sands is without uh-huh. yeah. people. Without people. So, but, um, so that's kind of, you know, where she's at. But I think that it's interesting. I'll talk to my family that doesn't live in Tennessee. They live in Michigan. And I'll say to my dad often, we don't live in the same country. Like, because he'll say, our country, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And I just don't feel like Mm-mm. that's, you know, our, some of the statistics of, of business growth, of jobs, availability, of mm-hmm. all those things. I feel like we are this like hub that doesn't have the problems sometimes that our nation might feel. Yeah. No, we are so heavily insulated here, even from Nashville. A lot of our uh, colleagues from other communities, yeah. the people who do what we do in other communities keep talking like, they, you know, they're just so upset because also their businesses aren't raise, raising their wages like they should be. And ours are Man, wait, that's something like here. four to $5 mm-hmm. for starting wage an hour that they're raising because... And that's something we talk about too, the the place you are with economic development. Mm -hmm. We can be picky about who we attract now. We don't need just any job in here. You know, one of my big things that I talked about was if a business is coming in here, I want you to have a high paying wages, but I also want to make sure that you're not just putting a building up and putting people in it. I want to know that you're investing in Cookville. Mm -hmm. You're coming to, you know, to the chamber and you're helping out with job fairs. You're helping out with the biz founder, you know, being a sponsor or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like I, I want to know that you are investing in Cookville, not just showing up and trying to get people to work. And and so we're there. I feel like that is where we mm. are with, with who we attract to this area and who we want to come. Uh, we can say, you know, no thanks. If you're not going to pay and, you know, raise the minimum wage and really increase the, the value of working in Cookville, we'll, we'll have someone else come in. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned kind of the big flashy things that are fun and whatnot. How, how for both of you, you work with, with industries that want to come to our area and what kind of tax breaks or, or incentives that you can get, or here's some property we can Mm -hmm. get, get you a deal on whatnot. Um, how do you deal? So you could do one of those and create 300 jobs and, you know, bring in a lot of tax dollars into that. But then you, to do that with small businesses, you have to do that probably 300 times because a Mm -hmm. lot of small businesses have maybe five employees. So how do you kind of get the balance of like where you put your time and attention to keep that 
the community atmosphere that we have. So some things that we've kind of changed in the way that we're doing things with the Highlands Economic Partnership is that we're starting in the schools and really working with them to learn about what their interests are and what their aptitudes are because we really don't want to just train everyone up to be in that um, shiny big business that's three to six hundred employees. I mean we the, obviously there's people for that and mm-hmm. we're, we're going to continue to train them but we also want to make sure that we have those next group of makers and small business owners and things like that. So our eighth grade career fair is one way that we do that. And we've got all kinds of small businesses. It's not just, and we love our Averitts and all those. Oh, it's yeah. not just Averitt that we're um, highlighting or Academy or Focosa and some of those. We're making sure that we're bringing in our real estate agents, our bankers. I, I think the city, like we talked about, you know, yeah. being, we're gonna being have, there. Yeah, uh, like parks and police, our fire and police, yeah. and um, also Aspire Beauty. Mike and Tracy are going to mm-hmm. be there to talk about careers in cosmetology. And one thing, so Adam Poe yeah. is the director yeah, of the president, vice president, president of Highlands. Yeah. Of Highlands. Um, so it's a, another kind of agency for mm-hmm. those who don't know what Highlands is. It's a partnership that um, from the surrounding four counties mm-hmm. that it does kind of what the chamber does but on another level mm-hmm. yep um and so adam came in and he was telling me about the coloring book and oh, so yes. he created oh, yeah. so this um i don't know if this is going to be it's going to be at plenty so yes. the people uh-huh. can go over oh, yeah. and pick yeah. it up there it'll be a coloring book but one of the things i think um is so important especially uh, you know this is a female driven podcast but for for young girls is to try to figure out what you want like what kind of job mm-hmm. looks like for you so I think so much when it comes to workforce or career development people think well here's your list of career choices Mm -hmm. pick one often people are good at math and science and it's like you should be an engineer Mm -hmm. well I hate sitting at a desk like I don't want to look at a computer screen all day I love I need vitamin d I need to be outside so why you know so I think that's this coloring Mm -hmm. book it kind of goes with like do you like these activities then maybe think about this and so I think that that's a huge driving force and I think that the career fair Mm -hmm. changeover will help kind of look at those things of like what do you there's a book called what color is your parachute and it goes through it's it's I, I give it out as a high school graduation present but it's it's really like what do you want to work around people? Mm-hmm. Do you want mm-hmm. to do things with your hands? Do you want to create things? And not just, oh, you're good at math and science, so you should, you, you know, should not this. academically what you're good at, but what you want yeah, in your life. Because they need to enjoy what they're doing. And that's why I love the Other oh, Places You Can Work coloring book is because it's going to be given to all fourth or first first graders, not fourth mm-hmm. graders, across the 14 counties, not just the Highlands region, but oh, we're wow. going to put them in. And really, it's all poetic form. It's really neat. Everything. And I grew up on a farm, so I love that part. But talks about agriculture and I mean even down to working in a restaurant do you you know want to own a restaurant one day do you want to be a chef do you like and there's yeah. so many things that are inside of it so I'm excited to roll that out but we'll be partnering with plenty on um, plenty downtown bookshop yeah yeah for that. I thought that was yeah really creative too mm-hmm. just to to get those ideas and I think also to show there are areas that you might step out of your comfort zone if you like those things you know I am a people person I love I love interacting with people building relationships I never thought being a uh, elected official was one of the things that I should do with that um, you know passion and, and here I am doing it and so I think it's important too to to highlight all the different things yeah you know it, not just this if you like this here's some other areas you can do and and hey go try this and if you don't like it that's okay come back and try something else like you're not gonna succeed at everything and so I, I really am excited mm-hmm. to see yeah 
what that shows yeah, these kids. Yeah, there's a whole like, area oh. of public service, too. That's one thing yeah. we added because oh, really? we never talk enough about all the ways you can get involved. Like mm-hmm. if you want to run for city council or want to run for state senate or something like that. Yeah. There's so many ways to get oh, good. Okay. civically involved, too. So changing gears a little bit from small business, but just business, uh, women and leadership in general. Um, so... Lauren, as I mentioned, you're the, only the second, second female mayor for the city of Cookville. Um, Amy, I'm sure in the political world. But how many female uh, CEOs have there been for the Just one. Chamber? Just me. What? Yeah. You're the first, first female. Yeah, first, first female. Look at, why did we why not talk celebrate about that? that? I don't know. That's kind of cool. I'm getting you a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have a yeah, shirt that's One and only. I don't know. Oh, okay. A, I would like a second female mayor we'll, shirt. We will and make then it. I would like a first and only. Yeah. Yes, we'll have to make that. Um, first and only. So, yeah, I, that was not a big thing yeah. when you you got hired mm-hmm. on of making um and I think that we did an episode talking about feminism and whether that's a negative word or a positive word and I think sometimes people get people will say to me oh you have these powered by her lunches where are the powered by him and I'm like well create it I don't care you're welcome to do that and that and people will say can I come to the lunches and I'm like men can come to the lunches you're probably going to be the minority which is okay mm-hmm. I don't care but um so so you know why didn't first of all why didn't you celebrate being the first female well I I talked about it I'll be honest I did talk about it because uh whenever I first started well so I was involved in the search for this role as a referral I was at Vanderbilt at the time and really had interest in moving back but I knew I was about to have my second daughter and was like I don't know you know if it's the right time do I really want to leave Nashville when I'm working you know my way up at Vanderbilt I did say to the search committee you know I'm very pregnant too and I'll never <laughs> forget when I mean Wayne Cravens and Mark Odom both said to me Amy we're not hiring you for the next nine months we're hiring you for the next 10 to 20 years mm-hmm. we don't care we love we're, we're gonna we're we'll celebrating it, that yeah. you're a working mom and you do what you do and um that meant a lot for them to say that because I will say it it just didn't seem like it was a real opportunity that it would be real that it would happen Mm -hmm. if I did apply for it so I was really a referral system for it in the beginning and just pushing people to Cookville who I thought were good in economic development and then then I heard on the other side people were talking about you like Amy knew would be great well they did ask me and I was like guys oh no you know just but um I'm so glad I did yes so so in kind of male dominated places that you guys are now sitting in how does that how how's that transition been how does that feel I know Lauren like that was that was a big thing for you it was was, yeah like you know when I sit at the table with the with all the directors a lot of times I'm the only female at the table and I'll be honest I love it I love it because um they one for are very welcoming I've never felt uh you know, inferior, threatened, uh, anything like that. They are very welcoming because I I do feel like they don't see me as the female mayor. They just Mm -hmm. see me as, you know, another person hopefully contributing to ideas that make the city of Cookville better. I know what I love about it, though, is, uh, A, when you walk in to City Hall now, when I'm done on that big wall of mayors, you know, now you're going to see two females. And then hopefully in, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a few more years, you'll see three. Um, I love that my daughter says, when you ask her what she wants to be, like uh, last week for Cougar Run, it was dress up as what you want to be when you grow up. She was the mayor. She took my name tag and my gavel. Yes. And it was so (laughs) sweet because I was like, oh, okay, this is why I do this. Because 
she sees me doing it and so a woman in a leadership position is just another another thing to her she says she wants to be president and she says it with a you know not like oh man you know I'd love to be I don't know if that could happen she's just like I'll be president one day because it's just a normal thing to her that you know I think seeing women in leadership roles is what creates more women in leadership roles. And so I love that in Cookville, you've got a female mayor. We've got mm-hmm. a female CEO of the chamber. We've got a female running the tourism group. We've got mm-hmm. a female running Cityscape. We've got you over here pushing small businesses and helping out women. Like, we're we're very much here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I feel like we're, we're very loud and talkative. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's what... In our talking. own way, too. I yes. think my, yes. my, my outspoken is very different yes. than Amy's outspoken. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you know. but it you you see those women now, and so I'm sure you know to Lily Kate too, and like mm-hmm. to your daughters, it's just oh you know my mom does this, and that's just yeah, yeah. just another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no. and I think that so how long it's been seven years ago since you started city council six years ago no yeah. uh four let's see i did four terms as vice yeah. mayor and then this is my first year fa- five so years this so is your far. fifth year mm-hmm. so but that was part of what you when you even kind of thought about running was the fact that you were like there hasn't there there wasn't even women there, wa- there wasn't even city, a woman who ran there i was the only council. one that ran yeah the first time and most of them were over 50 and there have only been five city women there have only been five women on city council total in the history i'm the six in the history of city council so yeah. there's five people on every four years uh so that too i was just like oh come on now we gotta do something yeah, we about gotta do that better well that. and i think sometimes it's not necessarily um i think representation matters mm-hmm. and seeing somebody that's doing it but then also thinking well there is a seat for me I think sometimes it's like mm-hmm. well that's kind of a, a man's thing or yeah. in politics I'm sure yes. that you oh my goodness. Into that yeah. a lot. all the time all the time See, in- I didn't feel I never felt different coming back here there were some times where I would sit in a meeting and uh people would talk over me and things like that when I first got here and that was just something at the state like Ooh, working, do that to working for Governor Haslam and working with Randy Boyd like they never ever ever like they if anything they were like Amy you didn't talk enough in that meeting I need yeah. you to talk more I need you to talk about what you know I need you to talk about and make people feel like they're meant to be there yeah um and so I came in kind of with that mentality but I did a lot of listening so I could kind of figure out how people sat with me coming into this role because yeah. again, it was um, the chamber was seventy, a little over seventy years old. Whenever I came in, mm-hmm. and so they had only had there's been three female chairmen sit on the board in that number of years, and I wouldn't know that all, either. Okay, on the board, uh, yeah, on the board, and so that was kind of a big goal for me was not only getting more women on our board, but also making sure that we were being as inclusive as possible and having representation from different backgrounds. You didn't need to be the wealthiest man in Cookville. To sit kind on the, the big board. business in yeah. town. Like, I want small business at the table. I want um, females. I want, you know, the Indian population here is very, very strong in our business community. And so that was another thing, making sure that we had representation from all businesses here. How do you guys think? I'm going to give you a hard one. Um, so you're attractive women Thank that you. sometimes Thanks. that Took people <laughs> and, and you're and you're southern women so southern you know you you both were in sorority right we were, we yeah, were both kappa deltas we were both kds, we were both KDs yeah. Yeah. so um where it's like you know you you there's wear the dresses to the mm-hmm. football games and mm-hmm. there's a stereotype that you're kind of meant to be seen pretty but mm-hmm. maybe not there's not much more beyond that so how have you kind of fought with that stereotype in the leadership positions you're in where it's like you can't just look good to do the a good job at what you're doing no and and i i actually take that as uh 
a challenge. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love that maybe the first thing that someone thinks about me is, oh, here's just, you know, like a, yeah. a I mean, she won because yeah. she's pretty. She won because she's pretty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, the pageant winner here. Mm-hmm. And I love walking yeah. in and sitting down at the table and, and saying, saying no to this and saying these are my ideas and talking, you know, mm-hmm. and being that loud voice at the table. I love it. I, I consider it uh, a challenge to make sure that when I do walk away from a meeting or meeting someone, they don't remember what I looked like at first. I mean, maybe I had a cute outfit on and I can guarantee you it was because Amy helped me shop. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I, that they walk You're away. You're a cabbie girl. I'm a yes, cabbie girl. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I got my cabbie. Girl. And then, yes, yep, got my, my Ann Taylor stuff on. Uh, don't know if we're sponsoring. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, I mean, say listen, somebody hit me up. sponsored by Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, for Cappy. <laughs> but, you know, I do, I love that, uh, that, that is a challenge to me is, yeah, when I walk, when they, w- you know, I walk out of the room, it's not mm-hmm. what they remember. That's not the first thing they remember anymore. Yeah. yeah. So I will say when I first, so I was appointed as assistant commissioner, the youngest assistant commissioner in the history of the state of Tennessee. Oh, we got to put that on your shirt as a too. Female your shirt's too. getting longer. And there were times <laughs> where, um, I would try to make myself look not, like I, like really? I, yes, there was. Yeah. And, and it was very, um, I did it for about a year and I did notice that some people would listen to me more if I didn't come in all like, you know, my mascara just perfect and all that stuff. But I love my makeup. Yeah. I love yes outfits. I yeah. love that Your stuff. Your heels girl and it's all not, the time. I, I mm-hmm. wear heels and, um, it's not because I feel like that's who I am. I just, I love that. I, um, I and maybe it celebrate is, it. it. Maybe it is more who you yeah. are, but you don't feel like you have to do no. it for somebody else. No, no, yeah, yeah. no. But there was a time where I would, you know, kind of, and excuse my language, but half-ass my makeup so yeah. that people would listen to me more in meetings. Or if I went into a rural community, I would dress down and would just try to really? kind of be like them. And then I realized that um, it really wasn't productive. Once people got to know who I was on the inside, mm-hmm. they didn't care what. And that's another thing, you know, our parents are all you know, it's still a lot in you, but you learn early on as a female, the people who care don't matter. And the people who matter don't care. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. I tell my daughter all the time that if people want to talk crap about you or Mm -hmm. worry about what you're wearing, that's not the people you want to hang out with. And so that's just, that's our motto in our house. Yeah. So we, we wear what we want. And if we want to look good when we if go you to want a to look ball good, game, yeah, you look we good. Do it. And if you don't, yeah, you're going <laughs> to well, put on your jeans. I do think, and I did not grow up in the South. You guys both grow, grew mm-hmm. up in the South. And there is a little bit of, um, you know, don't talk too loud. And, and Amy, you're, yes. you're a, a smaller framed person, but you also have a more soft spoken voice. Mm-hmm. But, but when so you, you're saying I'm loud, I got <laughs> she it. Might, she she is louder. I'm, loud, I'm fine okay. with that. She's you might louder. be more along yeah. my lines I when it comes yes. uh-huh. to loudness. Um, but it's, it's hard. Like it, when you're yes. in a leadership position, you can't be mousy Mm-mm. to be, to no. have people respect you. And so was that, has that been a transition for you as you've kind of gained leadership positions is trying to kind of figure all that out? Yeah. Not as much in this role, but I would say in my past role as assistant commissioner that was hard in the beginning that's intimidating um, it lie. was hard like, if I was nice. going up in a budget hearing in front of the entire state senate mm-hmm. um that was a little bit of a struggle but it really took the people who were believing in me more than I believed in myself mm-hmm. saying Amy just be yourself be and that's another thing being authentic has really made me more confident like the more I know I can just be who I am when I yeah. show up then I'm not afraid you know I think that's one that's a huge thing with with people probably people in general is just having the right village mm-hmm. or having yeah. the people yeah, the tribe. To, to support what you're doing so my best friend she's 
not she would not talk to strangers she would not like she's much quieter she's not you know and but she is my big like mm-hmm. my biggest support mm-hmm. system she's my number one fan and she I I keep saying to her everything I do I couldn't do it without you like mm-hmm. I couldn't do it without the encouragement and so I think that as you've developed that's a, that's a good thing to mm-hmm. you know kind of point out is that you you had the supporter supporters that yes. kind of elevated and you I feel like all women really need to you need to recognize your tribe and you yep. need to hold on to them because we all need each other. We have those days. I mean, there's some days where I'm like, I need a therapist like today because you, you know, you want to try to deal with things that are outside of your control or things like that. But I think that as long as we have our tribe that is like, in I, our corner. I'm about to say, I know I message you and I'll be like, oh my, you know, I, I'll be like, oh my goodness, that was horrible. I didn't speak well. I, you know, that, that wasn't right. And like, first thing you're, you're like, you were amazing. You did yeah, great. You're your own worst critic too. You yes. definitely, yeah, yeah you're we good all, at pointing that out And too. also, if you are a perfectionist too, yep. at some points, because you always want to um, leave things better than you found it. You want to make sure that when you speak, that you speak at the highest quality possible. And so we're our own worst critic, but you I always think you, I could do better. I yeah. think it's mm-hmm. always great that, you know, we, we push each other and, mm-hmm. and it says, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. And kind of finding, we do. finding the right things. Um, Lauren, one of the things we're going to switch back into business stuff for a second. Um, my boss, Jeff Brown, you always talks about how, um, the city, he was a County commissioner. Oh yeah, he Cumberland was. County. He tells everybody 7,000 times, but he, um, <laughs> one of the things he talked about is that like when he was a small business owner, um, the city was putting all this money and tax, you know, tax um, exemptions for big corporations coming mm-hmm. in and they wanted to get a free water meter or something like that and the city would not do do oh, it really? for them and so what are you doing and, and kind of both of you guys what are you doing it, it looks a lot different for Averett to have a membership to mm-hmm. the chamber than it does for Meg's Bread and so what does it what are you doing to kind of create um, some encouragement and some some things for the small business communities I know like one thing that we do is you know you talked about the occupancy tax that so mm-hmm. we get we get 3% county get 7 we get 3% of what people pay um, for taxes for staying here and we actually took that money took a big chunk was it 25 25,000 yeah mm-hmm. and we gave it to the visitors bureau so they can again something they can do better than we can. We can't promote Cookville. And so they can turn around and hopefully, you know, my, my thought was they would take it and they would start investing it in those local yeah, businesses. they do in all small businesses. In all small businesses. So we're, you know, again, I'm saying I can't, I can't do it, but here's the money that we collected. You take it. Uh, city government, sometimes I feel like the, the best thing you can do is give money to the people already doing a good job, to be honest, because otherwise you're in there micromanaging and that doesn't yeah, work. stay out of the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm like, here, you're already doing a great job. Here's the money that we get from the big, you know, the big things coming in, and I want you to turn around and invest it in our local our local economy, our local community, our local businesses. So that's something that I, I'm very proud of and that I'll continue to, you know, make sure that's a line item in our budget, that we're turning around and giving that money back to the people who are investing in our local area. I can tell you one way, though, that yeah. the chamber does so um we in particular one of the things that we added on was a whole series and we partnered with the small business development center on that again making sure that we're investing in the people who are doing it best and so mm-hmm. uh and i'm so sad that jody's leaving there but she still is going to be working with them some right yep, um so we continue to partner with the small business development center as well as tennessee tech and i think your team may have been in some of those but we do a whole seminar around canva we hired um, Julian's bookkeeping and other things to come in and talk with small businesses about ways. But it doesn't matter if you're, that was something we redid was our tier system at the chamber. So in the past, there was always, if you had a thousand employees and up, you got this package. And if you had like 500 up, you got this package and 50. 
now it is it's not like that it's tiers but it's not based off employees so it doesn't matter if you're Averett or if you're um Meg's Bread or Jamie's Eats and Sweets I mean you get the same opportunities that every single level gets yeah there are some higher marketing opportunities for those that invest at a higher level but you get the same opportunities that everyone gets anything that you guys um this is kind of a a a different forum than you guys are usually (laughs) you know in um is there anything that you guys want people to know about what you do or who you are, who Amy is personally or Lauren is personally that you don't, you know, Uh, kind of have this public persona that you have to put out there all the time. Is there anything that I I think mine is I'm human. Uh, Mm -hmm. I cannot fix all the problems. I cannot make everyone happy. I cannot be, uh, the person that you think I should be. Uh, I am trying. I'm always trying. You know, my number one priority as your mayor is to make Cookville a better place to leave it better than I left it and to serve. Serve. I am here to serve the citizens of mm-hmm. Cookville. This is not a job that I'm looking for the glamour and the fame and the flashy lights. I'm here to be a community servant and that's what I'm trying to do and I'm trying my best every day but I'm human. I'm going to fail. Um, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a nurse practitioner. I got a lot of other things pulling at mm-hmm. me. I promise I'm trying to give every one of them so, well, obviously kids and you know family gets a little bit more attention but I, I'm always trying uh, but I am I'm gonna fail I'm, I can't make everyone happy but know that I, I'm doing this job with the best intentions and doing it the, the best way I know how and and at the end I hope that I can you know step away and say I left Cookville a better place mm-hmm. you oh, left your mark that's so good and that's what I feel like that's something me personally and um, I have a lot of females that work within our team too and I tell them all the time that because typically I feel like the chamber is kind of like the fishbowl of the community in a way. Like if something goes wrong, I'm usually the one getting uh-huh. the calls in yeah. some way. That's just the way it, way it is. And I will say that was something that was different from the state that I've struggled with a little bit. As you know, you want to make everyone happy. If you grow up in the South, you want people to yep. feel comfortable. But realistically, if you're not making people mad, then you're not working hard enough. We are not always going to make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. And we're... We're, we will try to be the fixers of things, but we can't fix everything either. Mm-hmm. And, and I think women, that's another yeah. thing. Like we're, we're it, you know, somehow it's ingrained it's in, in your us. DNA. It, yeah, you feel to, like you have we, to fix, to things. fix things and to make mm-hmm. things better. And I don't know if, you know, being a mom just obviously adds to that, but I feel like that's just something that is innate in us. I mean, not yeah. to say it's not in men either, yeah. but you know, we're fixers. And so it is mm-hmm. hard when you can't fix something, but I very much come to realize that I cannot fix everything. And, and I can't, I can't take that weight with me I can try my best mm-hmm. and at the end of the day I've tried my best and I didn't fix it that's okay yeah yeah so. and I would say also because this is a all you know powered by her but um I would not be able I will say if it was not for a supportive family too people are always like how do, how do you do credit? everything how do you do this how do you do that I would not I, be able same. to do every well I probably could and I know <laughs> Tiffany you do it all the time but it is good to have a good support system somebody who doesn't care that you love to talk and you're always the first person there and always the last one to leave I'm always the last one to leave every event Mm -hmm. and I know it drives Jake crazy but he deals with it well and and that's it's interesting like one of the things the the foundations that I feel like is really important with Mm -hmm. Powered by Her is that it's not a man hater place yeah no we we released an episode with Lisa Yurick she talks about do you need a partner and we talked about Mm -hmm. kind of Mm. romantic partners as well as business partners Mm -hmm. and I think it's interesting I never want people to feel like women 
are the only ones that can win and women can only get to where they're at by themselves Mm -hmm. because I think both of you have gotten to where you're at because you know I'm sure Wade's life has changed drastically yes for that introvert that he is this is this is torture to him but he knows this is something I'm passionate about Mm -hmm. he sees how much I care about it and he's the first one in my corner when I say I can't do this who's saying yes you can babe go out there and do it knowing Mm -hmm. good and well that means he has to go to another event that he doesn't want to go to but yeah Yeah, you want to talk about that thick skin too this is something Jake's had to get thicker skin since I've been back home because that is another people kept saying Amy are you ready for small town politics I'm like listen I grew up in small town politics I can do this blah 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 so I come back I'm like you have to have really thick skin because the closer you are to the problems, the more you hear about it. And yeah. so Jake's like, I'm going to go kick some tail. I'm like, Jake, you can't, can't do, go that. do that. No, <laughs> yes, no. We can talk smack at home, but you can't beat anybody up. Well, what, okay? makes it, what makes it worth it then? So we, before we what? start recording yeah. today, yeah. I was kind of saying that I may, I have thought about running for all good city mayor, do but, it. um, what like, but I really, I, I mean, I think I would, probably cry every day like I'm pretty sensitive if for as much as I seem like I'm this badass good woman I'm pretty sensitive and I get my feelings hurt a lot that's because you have a big heart and you care that's why it's why like which you know which with strong women sometimes you don't think that they have that that strong passionate heart doesn't always come across no they have the biggest hearts but um but I like so what why why are we doing it I'm still asking myself that question uh why and how I got here uh, because because it's my passion. Serving is is all I've known. Mm-hmm. It, you know, being being in healthcare and being a nurse, um, it's it's what brings me you know true joy and insanity at the same time. And yeah, I you know people see me cry. I was just speaking at an event a little while ago, and I teared up because we were speaking about something. And and you know someone said, mm-hmm. oh you know you you showed some. And I was like, yeah, this is who I am. I'm an emotional <laughs> yeah. person yeah. sometimes. I'm wild and crazy, and I don't have it together. And you know I can't find my keys and stuff like that. Um, but I think yeah, which. I, I don't know where they are now, uh, but I, I think the the worth it is very much for me is um, that being I, able to serve, be, being able to serve, and again, let being hopefully a role model to to my daughter, to her friends, to my son, uh, that they see their mama's doing something important, mm-hmm. and, and important doesn't mean being the mayor. Important can be you know helping out your neighborhood, but yeah. just serving and doing something bigger than you. My um, this last week I go to Life Church, and the message was that if you can't go out and you you can't just go and look for happiness, you're gonna ha- be in happiness when you find your purpose. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is why I serve yeah. so much because like I wanna lift women up. And I want to make people feel, mm-hmm. you yep. know, loved and supported. And, and I am, I, I strive to be a really happy person because I know I'm purpose. And, mm-hmm. and I think that that's why yeah, Amy, no. any other insight on why no, you do I would it? Say that's another thing. I grew up not being able, like my mom always said, tough titty said the kitty, the milk's all gone. Like you don't cry. <laughs> yeah. You don't cry. Like yeah. never. And my mom, I saw my mom maybe cried two or three times in my life. And because she always kept it to herself. And that's something over this last year, I probably have cried more over last year, just over like either pure happiness or just frustration. And I feel like that's something that a lot of females need to realize that as your responsibilities increase, the, um, sometimes the, the, I shouldn't say pain, but the hard stuff will definitely be there. And it's okay to cry. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to have a mental health day where you don't leave the bed all day long. Like you just need to take that for yourself. And it's okay to let your kids see you cry. That was another, I never wanted my daughter to see me cry. And it was like a couple months ago and she was like, are you crying? I'm like, no, I'm just like, she's like, mom, it's okay if you cry. You can cry in front of me. And I'm like, yeah, 
yeah, I'm crying. <laughs> My kids, <laughs> they see me cry a lot. Yeah. I'm a crier. But one of the things with that is that it is a way for your mm-hmm. body to release the yes. stress. Yeah. And so it does as much as, and I'm a crier and every, I'm mad, I'm crying. Yeah. I'm frustrated, I'm crying. I'm happy, happy I'm crying. crying. Like, yeah. I'm sad, I'm crying. Like, I'm a crier for all the things. Um, but I think it's just my body's way to get, <laughs> yeah. it out. get it out. But I think people need to normalize it and, it yeah. is okay. It maybe is okay. Maybe we should just have like a lunch where we just sit around. We just, and yeah. just, just get it all out. Well, I may bring Jake. My husband is actually a little bit of a crier too. It is he so probably funny. is going to be he so cried. mad that you just said this. Well, I will. Actually, he probably will He's human. Will it's be, okay. But he We're does. Yes. I mean, with Lily yes. Kate, this, this, her growing up, because that's his sidekick. In my old job, I traveled. I was gone three to four nights a week. And he was like a single dad Uh and being in this role is like, I'm kind of here more. And so there's some things that now she comes to me for and it tears him up, tears him up. So right now he's like, that's my girl. Like how she's turning 12 now. And I'm like, you cry when she turned 11. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait till you get 13. Uh, and then no, crazy. No, no, thank you. We just started that. So. Oh, not ready for it. All right. So where can people find you? I'm sure that we could spend another hour talking about all the things, but where can people find you if they want to connect with you, Lauren? How do people find you? So if you go to the city of Cookville webpage, cookville-tn.gov, Google Cookville, uh, my email is on there. So you can email me there. Unfortunately, Facebook is there and uh you know it is a way we communicate and you have a city mayor page i have a city mayor page yes you can message me lauren wheaton city of cookville is that yeah yeah lauren wheaton city of cookville mayor um and you can reach me there obviously Uh, i will say that i would much rather have a conversation with you than uh facebook comment conversation Mm -hmm. so if there's something going on reach out to me i i will talk to anybody and i will i will try my best i will listen for sure and i will try my best to help point you in the right direction or say, hey, you know, that's that's not something that I can fix, but, you know, maybe maybe this is someone that you can go to. So you can reach out to me. Yeah, I mean, Facebook is just the easiest way. But One thing with mm-hmm. that, though, I do want to remind people, this is not your full-time job. Nope. And you mm-hmm. are, you have a life. So, it, you know, maybe the car line is not the proper place. Yeah. Actually, car line, waiting for car line to start is a great place okay. to answer emails. <laughs> I bring my computer and answer emails in. But, yeah. But little, maybe not approaching your car, yeah. sitting in car line. A little, but, yeah, just a little grace. Hey, We're all trying happen. our best. It oh, happens yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. Happens. Hey, about yes. that traffic on Jefferson. When are yeah, they going to yeah. fix it every time I'm at Prescott? Like, yeah. I'm You're like, like well, call Lauren. The city. <laughs> actually, no, that's not. That's the state. No, it's no, T-Dot. I actually always send them to the county on yeah, that I one. Yeah, I always for Randy. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. All right, so Amy, how can people so find people you? people can connect with me by calling the chamber, 526-2211, or they can call, they can Facebook, Instagram. I'm a big social media person. I have always been. I feel like that's another reason. Like, I, that's probably one of the main reasons I was able to come back home is because I was so active on social media I kind of kept um my friends and family those relationships really strong here when I went to Nashville for 11 years so you can Facebook me you can Instagram me you can follow our chamber page or just um friend me Awesome. Well. well, thank you guys so much for being in here today. I really appreciate the candid conversations yeah, that we were I able to this. have. And if you want to come back, stop back by and let me we know, know where you are, are now. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we're here in the pod kitchen. So. If you want to know more about Powered by Her, head over to poweredbyher.com. Join the community, support the cause, and we'll see you next week.